Thank you. You know, a couple of months ago, we started this little journey, and maybe some of you felt a little pushed. I know I had somebody come up to me after the service the first hour and said, you know, when you asked us to do this, I was a little, she said, I was a little defensive. You know, I feel like I'm being pushed to do something. I said, but she said, you know what? After we got going on it, it was like the biggest blessing of our life. So hopefully uh, uh, I'll get a chance to manipulate you later on in the, in the year and uh, give you another chance to serve the Lord again in that capacity. But hey, when I thought about this whole concept of, of what we just accomplished by God's grace, a scripture came to my mind in Matthew chapter 20 where it says this. Jesus said, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to become great among you must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Here's a concept, the big idea this morning that I want to share with you that's really critical. We are most like Jesus when we serve out of a pure heart. We're most like Jesus when we serve out of a pure heart. There's nothing more challenging, nothing more exciting, and nothing more honoring to the Lord than to be able to serve one another. Amen? That's what it's all about. And that's one of the reasons why serve is such a big deal with the corner, at Cornerstone, that we serve one another. And you were kind of pushed to do that out of your small groups. And by God's grace, you blessed a lot, a lot of people. So I thought, well, what are some of the blessings that were really achieved by doing this particular thing called Mission Possible. Well, I gave, came up with five blessings that I think are really important. And one of them was the matter of teamwork. You know, it's really cool how God can bring people together in a small group and have them work together for a common purpose. And I feel like this principle is really exemplified in Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, where it says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion that make my joy complete, by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose, there's nothing more than brings people together as a team than having one vision, one purpose And God has used you to create that one purpose for your team and how you work together to really be a blessing in somebody's life. Teamwork is critical when we all have a role to play and all of you played that role when you put these things together. Here's the the, uh, principle then is number one is that when believers work together in one spirit and purpose, it brings joy to the Lord. You know, it's so interesting how a lot of times we can get so divided and we have so many differing opinions. But when you have one common purpose and you work together, it just brings joy to the Lord to see people work together in unity in the body of Christ. That's what teamwork's all about. Well, the second blessing that I saw out of this whole Mission Possible thing was the matter of chemistry. What do I mean by that? Well, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, it says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. God created us all uniquely, right? And he all gave us spiritual gifts. He gave us abilities to put together. And what's frankly often happens, sometimes those gifts don't get used in the local church because we don't have places for them to be used. You know, we think about maybe the gift of teaching or working with the kids or, or um, serving in some capacity, whether it's behind the scenes, ushering or greeting. But there's so much more to the body of Christ when people come together and use their gifts. And this was an opportunity for a lot of you to maybe use some of your creativity and to contribute to the body of Christ and serving one another by using your gifts. And so it kind of brings you together and creates a greater chemistry and a bond between each other. And I know in our group, we had not only met, but maybe twice 
uh, we just had organized a new group. And when we came together and worked in my backyard and planted all those trees, it was kind of a great opportunity for us to really gel as a group so quickly because when you work together, isn't it interesting how you create greater bonds and greater opportunities to get acquainted with one another? And so for some of you, you experience the blessing of greater chemistry in your group and to be able to get to know each other a little bit better. So that principle is this. Principle number two is that God designed the body for everyone to have a part. And that's why Mission Possible was designed so that some of you who maybe don't feel like your gifts could be used in other ways in the church, you could be used outside the church to really be a blessing to somebody else. Well, here's the third concept that I feel was a great blessing for us to understand, and that is the matter of multiplication. Multiplication. When we studied the, uh, in Matthew about the, the parable of the talents, you remember the first guy had five talents, the second one had two talents, the last one had one talent, right? And when the master came back and held them all accountable, each one of them shared that, hey, I turned my five into five more talents. And the next guy said, well, I've doubled mine and I went from two more talents to two, to oh, four talents. And then the last guy said, well, I buried mine. Well, you guys were just so incredibly faithful. Do you know how much God multiplied your talents. We gave out $2,300. Do you know what the total number was? $25,818. God used you and used your service and your hearts to multiply what God wanted to do. And I just think there's a principle here that really blesses me. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 28, he said, Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. And I see the principle here is whenever we invest in the kingdom of God, he will always bring some sort of return. It may not always be a tangible return or that return right at the moment. The return might be the blessing you got from just serving. But here's where God just really shows us again how he wants to multiply. I'm thinking about that scripture in Luke where it talks about that when you give, he presses down and it's shaken and it runs over when you give. And God gave us an opportunity to see how he works when we really want to serve together to multiply the blessings that are going on all over the community. And when I think about multiplying those blessings, I, I saw this insert in the bulletin that Frank put together. And I don't know if you've read it yet, but you really need to look at this. When you're thinking about multiplying, there were like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight different recipient, individual recipients that received the blessing. And there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 13 other ministries that received blessings out of what you guys pulled off. Praise God. That's an amazing thing how God used you. And then I think of all of the local donors that participated and every one of those donors knew that they were giving something that what? The cornerstone was doing in the community. That's what's exciting to me. That's what's really thrilling to me. So he, he, it's this whole matter of multiplication to me is a great thing that we can learn out of serving the Lord. Here's the fourth blessing. I call that impact. You see, it wasn't really about the money at all, was it? It was about reaching and impacting people. I mean, you think of the hundreds of people that were touched in the last couple of months by your ministries. It just amazes me. When you think about 15 kids that got to go to camp, or we thought about 100 Cambodian little girls that got those ribbons in their hair that were donated, or we think about all those veterans that were served, and the list can go on and on and on at Set Free Center and Horses with Heart and along the journey. All these kids and all these people that were touched, the impact was incredible. But more than that, there were people out there who didn't maybe perhaps even have a relationship with Jesus Christ that got impacted. And I want to share with you one situation. 
some of you know that uh, we walk our dog every night. We go downtown and we walk the courthouse square. My dog has it all memorized now as to where all the dog treats are in various stores. And so we always stop by Whiskers Barkery. And we, we got to know the ladies at Whiskers Barkery. And I've invited them to church and had a chance to talk to them. And one of the gals, whose name was Christina. Christina's a sweet gal who works behind the counter. And one day I went in and asked her how things were going. And she started to tear up. And she said, you know what? I, uh, my, a pipe broke in my house. And it flooded my house. And um, when this company came out to to uh, to service it, they said, we need your $1,000 deductible. And she says, I don't have a $1,000 deductible. And so she was really distraught and frustrated. And I said, well, maybe I can do something about it. Just kind of sit tight. And three or four days later, I talked to Jamie's small group. And uh, I just want you to see the results of that. It's fun. It's fun to do active, random acts of kindness, isn't it? How many people get $1,000 every day from a church? Amen. Isn't that cool? See, it's about impact. It's about touching people's lives. See, when we serve, it's not just about serving those who serve others who are in ministry, but it's serving those who don't know Jesus. And and, it's so exciting to realize that you have a double bonus here. When we're out serving the community, We're touching people's lives who perhaps don't know Christ. That's what's beautiful about serving the Lord. So principle number four is this. Often the byproduct of serving is the open door to outreach. I'm thinking about another lady who uh, God brought into my life a few years ago. I've been praying for her for the last couple of years, and she's been a pretty devout atheist, but I see God breaking her down. And one of our small groups adopted her over the last couple of months and worked on her trailer and worked on her yard. And I'm seeing this lady soften little by little. And I'm trusting God that she's going to one day accept Jesus into her heart and life because of what we've done in terms of loving her like Jesus would love her. That's what serving's all about. I think of the scripture that goes with that, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the other most parts of the earth. He said, you shall be. It's not you might be. When you come to know Jesus Christ, you were given the Holy Spirit to be witnesses in your Jerusalem and in your Judea and your Samaria and the other most parts of the earth. That's a powerful thing. That's what we're called to do. 
And serving is one of the best ways that we can reach this community. People aren't going to just come to Cornerstone anymore. It's not the old attraction model that used to be where everybody just kind of flocked to church. No, we got to go get them, amen? we got to go where they are. we got to serve where they are. Here's the last thought I had, and this is the blessing I call awareness. In principle number five, it is critical for the local church to be aware and minister to the needs in its Jerusalem. I shared this first hour, and I really mean this. It's exciting what we're doing in Zambia. I'm excited for the girls, Shelby Ray and Jenna and others who are going overseas. But if we don't reach our Jerusalem, we have no right to go overseas. This is our home. This is our community. And my heart is this, friends. This is my heart. This is kind of my my last hurrah here at at Cornerstone, at least for a little while, preaching. But I'm going to just share this with you. I want Cornerstone to be known in this community that this church, for some reason, Cornerstone has a love for its community and will do whatever it takes to serve this community. That's my heart. If we can have that reputation, amen, that's what God's called us to be. We're not to be a holy huddle. We're not to live in our little holy bubble. And if we're going to have an impact, you know, we think about what the mess our world is in, but right here in our community, we can make a difference. And I trust God that this is just a beginning and I'm going to probably throw a whole bunch of crazy ideas at you down the road. I hope you'll accept and not fire me or throw me out. So here's the conclusion I want to give you this morning and that is in Matthew 25, verse 21. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things and look at what the last, come and share your master's happiness. Do you know, I really believe that our master who is present here this morning is smiling at Cornerstone Church because he's able to say to all of us, well done, amen? Well done. And I wanna say to all of you, thank you for putting up with this crazy idea and for what God has done and used you. And I wanna say to you all, well done. And so I wanna finish with this last thought. When we are faithful servants, It makes the master extremely happy. And I believe that our master is smiling this morning because of what God has accomplished through you and your willingness to invest in the kingdom. Amen? Praise God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you this morning for all the faithful servants over the past two months. And I know it probably wasn't the most convenient time or the most convenient place, but God, you used a lot of us to touch a lot of people. And God, I trust that in the future that this church would have that reputation, that would have that reputation that whenever Cornerstone is mentioned around town, whether it's at Home Depot or at Cuppers or wherever it is, that that church really cares about its community. And so God, I pray you continue to have an impact through this church. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the audio from Cornerstone Church in Prescott, Arizona. For more information, visit us online at www.prescottcornerstone.com.